I'm the king of rock. There ain't none higher. Sucker MCs should call me sire. To form my kingdom, you must choose fire. I won't stop rocking till I retire. Now we rock up party. If you're correct, all cuts are on time. And rhymes connect. Got the right to vote. And we'll elect. And other rappers can't stand us. But give us respect. Here on the Festival of Findings, Benjamin Tucker here alongside Matt. Are you ready? I'm ready to rumble. All right. We have the movie queued up together. We do. We'd love for you all to follow along with us, and we will share along some insight, a few fun facts, and a lot of idiocy. Yep. Oh, but Ben, before we get started, don't forget our, uh, for our 21 plus viewer, listeners, viewers, our YouTube channel is, uh, will premiere next year, is a fun little drinking game. Um, so I'm just going to go through these rules um, as we go through the movie. If you're so inclined, try to take a, take note of this and enjoy some of these. Uh, our first rule is coming down the aisle. Every every wrestler and wrestling-related persona with an entrance-slash-cameo in the film, take a drink. And if they're dead, finish your drink. Uh, we have That's all It's going to be a lot king. of finished drinks. Damn right. It's this movie, Ben. It's how you enjoy it. Every time someone says king take a drink and every time there's a crown landed finish your drink for every low blow or shortcutted slash underhanded maneuver take a drink for every wrestling move performed outside of the ring could be during his match as well take a drink i don't think that counts when they're on the cage though when they're on the triple cage you know what if you want to get in the drunk ring. then it counts when you're on top of the cage yeah at that point in the movie you probably will want it to count and then the last one, for every utterance of a catchphrase or insider wrestler term, take a drink. All right, Ben. All right. I... Thank you very much, Matt. The, that was actually a modified rule list. And with that said, we are going to press play on 3, 2, 1, play. All right? 3, 2, 1, play. play. Oh, man. Ooh, that wavy logo. It's bronze, isn't it? It's very bronzed. Very bronzed. You know, Jimmy King has really bronze hands. He does not. I think his hands are pretty bronzed. Don't even. Don't even try. Oh. Thank you, Bel Air Entertainment. Mm. Hey, look at all oh. these people, most of which will not be in the movie. And none of them are people he names here in a second. We got uh, we got Bill Goldberg in this intro. We got Sid Vicious. Well, yeah, you have Bam Bam Bigelow, so Bam Bam. finish your drink already. There's, uh, there's Sting. Yeah, yeah. We're already one full beverage in. <clears throat> Haystacks, Calhoun. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are both dead. Two drinks. Oh, God, Bruno is dead, isn't he? Oh, Three drinks. that's, that's uh, Andre. Five. Man, I think we screwed up this game here. <laughs> I think we killed our listeners. Oh, his career is dead, so. 
Okay. So Lost. we'll just ignore the intro because that's cheating. Yeah. Starting now. Oh, King, take a drink. A drink. A drink. Do you think that Jimmy King is the greatest wrestler of all time, Matt? You know, in in, tel- in on the silver screen, I think so. I was better listening than to- El Santo. Oh, definitely better than El Santo. Could you imagine how terrible that would be in real life if oh. he was just undefeated for 10 years or however long? I mean, we had to deal with Goldberg, so. Shut up. And for all intents and purposes, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns has lost so much. That's half the reason why he's not nearly as over as he could be. God, there's a good, there's a way you could have handled that guy. What sort of weird outfit is that for a gas station? I don't know. And, and why is there really dumb paint? Because he said you're dumb, as dumb as paint. You're as dumb as really dumb paint. Well, he's he's not very he smart raise himself, the dead. One of the best lines. One of the best comebacks in film history. All right, whoa. Don't curse in front of the children. Oh, my God. These are some miscreants. Yeah. These aren't role models. No, no, no one, no one should aspire that is to the be look like David of a Arquette. Future world champion, right there. Yeah, could you imagine what this movie would have been like with Brendan Fraser in this role? <laughs> just think, just think of how good. Imagine that being Brendan Fraser right now. I could imagine it. See, not as good, but I could imagine it. I, I don't think it would be nearly as good. I love how this dream sequence comes literally out of nowhere. Yeah. It's perfect, though. Well, it's brain freeze. I like how his outfit changes. See, now this guy should have been an actual world champion. Look at the way he bumps here. This shows you how on the pulse of WCW this writer was, that he would use Stone Cold's catchphrases in the opening scene of the movie. It's just perfect. Because you know who's really in control here. God, Macho is so bloated here. Finish your drink again. Yeah, so much roids. Oh, oh we're about to finish another beverage. Yeah, he actually oh, punched blow, blow. Macho Take Man a drink. for real there. Really? Yeah, it's in the, it's in the uh, ending credits gag thing. Wow. According to see, uh, look at the seam on the floor. It doesn't even match the tiles. Yeah, that upsets me. Yeah, as I say, they the coloring is completely different. I like how it has the bounce though. Wait, so is this one oh, drink or oh, two drinks? Oh. He crowned him. Yeah. Oh, that wink. That's actually similar to how he actually won the title. You know, the uh, Asian Nitro girl, mm-hmm. I can't remember her name right now, but she actually dated uh, Kevin Nash for oh, a while. Really? Yeah, he would say in interviews on Nitro, oh, I'm going to go home and have some Korean for dinner. That is so wrong. This is one of the most... 
deceitful things I've ever seen happen in a film. You know, something tells me that this wouldn't work in real life. I don't know. Not if it was empty. We if should it was try like, it. We should try it. What would you do if you were this guy? Like, how would you respond to that? Because you know it would smell like ass. Yeah, clearly. This is obviously one of the high points of the movie. Yeah, I think intellectually we're seeing a really heightened form of comedy right here. We're just not smart enough to be able to fully appreciate it. Yeah, see, Ben, you're, you're really hitting on the pulse of the matter here. This movie is for the true intellects of filmmaking. That's right. Oh, and, and, and here comes the uh, sexual assault scene from the beginning of the movie. I think this guy's been a cop in, like, 400 movies. He, he's, he's got cop eyes. Yeah. Richard Lineback, apparently, is his name. Oh, oh, zing zang zumba. You know, I be- I really I honestly believe this dad would have shot his son. You know, how, how does that make If this guy happen? really wanted some heel heat, he would take that slurpee and throw it to the ground or dump it on his head. You know, that's right. Wrestling's not fake, man. Were were you ever at that point in your life, Ben, where you were like angry when people would try to like shit talk wrestling? No, I no. well, I always knew it was fake. And yeah, kayfabe was dead we, for you from the beginning. We went to a show in Atlanta once, uh-huh. and we were interviewed for a newspaper, and I knew it was fake. And the newspaper asked me because they were interviewing just fans, and they asked me, "Oh, little Ben." What do you think about the wrestling? Do you think it's real? And I said, absolutely. I was protecting the business, Matt. Fuck that. Y2J. Y2J. (laughs) The greatest moment in WWE SmackDown history. True smarks protect the business. We really do. Yeah, cop exam. So, so with the scenes that's coming up, do you believe that they like went out of their way to buy this truck themselves, or were they like, do they work for a company? What do you mean? Like, think they- about the context. Like, they go, they like take like six months off from work, evidently because their truck gets destroyed. Now, is this their truck, or do they work for a company that leases them the truck? Oh, no, they, they work for a company. They just are very irresponsible. I just want to know what happened with their job. Like, I wonder Asking if they lose the their job. Just, yeah, I mean, it's an important aspect of it. Oh, ha ha, ha 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 I don't think the website mentioned anything about shit work. No. Max Daniels has actually been in quite a few movies. 
These guys actually are credited by Stu and Stan, that which I find amazing. incredible. I, I wonder how WCW's fortunes would have been if Scott Can won the world title instead of David Arquette. I honestly think he would have done better. He's he's less awkward. See, I disagree. He, well, I, he, I, I, I feel like if, failed harder. I feel like if yeah, because if you're going to have someone so unbelievably stupidly win the world title, at least get the least credible guy out of all of them. Well, he crossed his fingers. That means it's legit. He's not going to get in trouble. This really could, like, damage someone's asshole. Yeah, I, I was actually wondering about that. This could actually, like, be very terrible, right? Yeah, at the, at the Renaissance Fair I work at, I've heard those these machines running. It's terrifying. Like, you could force someone's asshole to prolapse. Hot. It's just cruel. We're about to take a lot of drinks, by the way. Now, Matt, this right here, mm-hmm. is this going to be classified as real pro wrestling or fake pro wrestling? You know, I think I think that's a uh, it's a work shoot. Okay, but but you remember from last time they were talking about this movie is both real pro wrestling and fake pro wrestling. Is this real or fake? This seems real because that's hun- that's uh that's Hurricane Hemsley getting my suplex there. Did you just say Hurricane Hemsley? Helmsley. It's Hurricane Helms. Oh, well, Helmsley is cool last name. That is Triple H. Oh wow, that line. I think uh, Melanie Paxson is in a uh, another really good favorite movie of mine called Grind. Is the movie exactly as that sounds? It's a. Uh, it's about skateboarding. Oh. Why would you repeat that? Ben, if you ever were in love with a girl who worked at a drive-thru, I would do this for you. You would drive with me with a truck full of ass juice? I mean, if you had access to one, I would totally. I think this one right here is the real catch. Oh, really? What makes you say that? Because this one smiles, so that means she is a good person. Yeah, and she likes wrestling. So terrifying. That's a good way to <laughs> build up your fan base. Yeah. It's how you really Could you imagine a WWF product where they're like, would a loser go to Monday Night Raw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that content would be... Oh, she is thirsty. It, 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 it really puts into perspective when you compare these isolated incidents to what WWF or WWE would do in comparison. Yeah. Oh, Like, uh, yeah. I can't even fathom... A tenth of this ending up in a WWE produced movie. What What do you think this would look like if it had been produced by WWE the same year? I I mean it would be it just wouldn't have been made. But just think like thought experiment here, Ben. Fantasy booking. Uh, how how much how much of this has to stay the same? I think the basic plot has to stay the same, and the David Arquette 
casting stays the same. But that's it. I mean, the main difference would probably be that these guys are ostracized from even wrestling fans. Oh, really? You think other wrestling fans would think they were weird? Yeah, that these guys are like the most obnoxious of wrestling fans and then they somehow manage to sneak their way in with a wrestling hopeful or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he works his way up and gets the endorsement from Steve Austin and he beats Triple H in a match to win a contract or something like that. Triple Cage. So, well, so, well I mean, if we, pro- if we Well, that would probably be Hell in a Cell at that point. I think we have to maintain the Jimmy King-esque character, regardless of who you make it. But see, I don't think WWF would have ever gone for that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the allowance of the thought experiment here. Hey, so you proud. said we had to keep David Arquette the same, nothing about Jimmy King. No, I meant his... Well, I said the plot, when Jimmy King's a big point of the plot. I, I felt like that was keeping pretty close. I think it's just a like a down-on-your-luck wrestling movie, which I guess this kind of is. I don't think he's going to that police admission seminar. He was legitimately afraid. Here we go. Here's the fun stuff. Yeah. Ooh, Rape Mysterio. The Cheyenne War Memorial. Ooh, Peter Gurner's in this scene. This was probably the last sellout WCW ever had. It probably wasn't an actual sellout. Those people probably edited in. It's a very good question, actually. Do you what have do you an think, answer ben? to that question? No, I think you. Just, I think it just becomes your nut. I, I think either this is the move that Rey Mysterio injured himself on. Oh, really? While way. filming? Yeah, where he tore his meniscus just because they had him do it over and over again. Uh, this is accurate too, actually, with them moving up. Just like real life, the cruiserweights don't get theme music. No, it just cuts to the girls. I like how his point is that she's so real. So, according to the internet, Sasha was originally based off of Kimberly Page. Oh. I don't know if that meant just because she was the leader of the Nitro Girls, or if it was they Maybe wanted the Kimberly originally her. in it. Maybe. Hey, Booker. Yeah. That's Goldberg. <gasps> that guy sucks. Mm, look at that acting. I love you, Bill. Maxima. This is this is Brock Lesnar match levels of effort. <laughs> oh, Goldberg ain't falling for that shit. Oh. How how realistic of a conversation is that? Outs, you know, not counting the screw job. Uh, I mean, like where they'll I, change. I'm the not finish. a wrestler, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, but you know better than it, a lot of it, people it, might. It doesn't seem like super off. Did you see that I little see David kid sitting Pinzer behind didn't them? Get a pay per view payday there or movie payday? Damn right. All right, so there was a there was a little kid with face paint behind them, and he was looking directly into the camera, and he's That's not in great. the following shot. Tony Schiavone looks at himself in his podcast. He sees himself there, and he goes, "Wow, I was so fucking thin." <laughs> he was it's so also proud of weird. 
that DDP doesn't use his actual theme music in this movie. Yeah. He uses a weird knockoff. But then again, his music isn't in the network either. Oh, really? Anywhere. Yeah. There's some weird copyright issue on some of that stuff. Well, didn't didn't they use like actual like music in WCW? No, all knockoffs. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that was TNA. Yeah. The, Same company. This almost. close up. Remember, I was talking about. I was yeah. there for some of the filming of the movie. Yeah, you're right over here. Yeah, I was. I would be over on like the left side of the camera. Okay. Yeah. What did that say? Sorty? Gordy. Why does he have a sign with his name on it? Because in case he forgets? Just in case he forgets. Oh, one of the fireworks didn't go off. Yeah. I like how they edited like that hand in front of it so you could barely see it. Who's the guy in the camo? Say again. Who's the guy in the uh, camo? Oh, I'm going to that's a great question. I didn't Charles see. Charles Ashenoff. Oh, oh, that's Conan. Oh, hi, Conan. Conan was one of the top stars in Mexico in the 90s. He was like the Mexican Hulk Hogan. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Medieval puppy dog bitch. That's incredible. Kurt Hennig's really working for that paycheck. So, according to Shane Helms... The vast majority of the audience was Mexican yeah. and didn't speak oh. English. And so he had to teach them all how to, uh, like, what the words to the song were. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm not trusting Sinclair here. <laughs> Go count your money, you midget. Wow. I I can't what was it he was in a Jimmy the guy who plays Jimmy King was also in another really good movie. Um it was Robin he Williams. He was in Lake Placid, which was that's awesome. Not a, yeah, that's an awesome movie, not a good one. By the way, notice that he said he discovered Jimmy King fourteen years ago. When WCW, as a company at this point, was only about 11 years old. He, he found him in the indies. I, I'm just saying. Just, just saying. saying. I like how they show the actual, like, in-rings talking. Just completely destroying kayfabe for so many children, probably. The, the, I think this movie really did affirm for me, like, the fakeness of everything. I mean, if you watched WCW at this time, they had so many storylines which highlighted how fake it was. Oh, really? Like, there was a triple threat match with Scott Steiner, Kevin Ash, and Goldberg. Kevin Ash goes to powerbomb Goldberg. Goldberg just shoves himself out of the way, and he leaves the ring just randomly. And what? Tony Schiavone goes, Goldberg's not following the script. Wow. And that became a storyline that Goldberg wouldn't follow the script and bow down to Vince Russo. That's incredible. If he act, that guy would have been done. Yeah. In like real life, if he had stiffed him like that, he would have been messed up. 
Same Unless he's that. JBL. Or a Samoan. I love the mix of, like, in-gimmick and out-of-gimmick, like, combat that's used here. Yes. That's like the well, fact here that you he go. still Fake takes, pro like, wrestling a and real pro wrestling. So this guy's still going to bump for your uh, suplex here in a minute. The perceptiveness of Gordy is unbelievable. Well, imagine if this, this actually happened in a match. It'd be very believable. Yeah, come on. Who who would let this happen? I feel like yes, he jumps. No, this is real. Yeah, that's how that would work in real life, I'm sure. I like how he said the nitro paper. Or how the table had nothing on it and then had tons of stuff on it. It builds character. Hey, that's the chair I have. Oh, really? Yeah, it's that's still awesome. bent. I like how he's wearing a diaper. Oh, he's going to crown him. Oh, my God. I'm glad he didn't let himself get crowned. This movie would have been you know, even more unbelievable. Him having a flying double axe handle as a finisher seems weird, but Hulk Hogan's finisher in Japan was the Axe Bomber, which was a running double axe handle. Oh, well. That, that's a DQ. That's also a drink. Yeah, the match should have been over now, right? Mm hmm. I wish this is how the screw job actually went, where a bunch this of dudes is the came most to beat the random, shit out of Bret Hart. This is the most random assortment of wrestlers ever. And they're all on his on Diamond Dallas's page team. Yeah. So how many people were actually Sid? feuding with him? No, like none of them. You okay. have Sid and Bam Bam, sure. Then, I mean, at least Bam Bam was part of the Jersey Triad with DDP and Canyon. That's relevant. I see we had a uh, voiceover for Sid there. So how many people are alive in this ring right now? I don't know, bud. I mean, Kurt Hennig's there. That's a drink. It's one nice, deep drink. They didn't even get guys whose tights matched. I like how Bam Bam wasn't kicking. He was just walking around him in a circle. And now he's not hey, in the Hey, you shop. gotta pay him extra. Van Hammer's working hard there. He's the guy in the red with the skull cap. Oh, that's pretty great. Though, what... The, the, I, I think this is how everyone felt. I think we can really connect to this. This is how everyone felt when uh, Taker lost the streak. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> like, the gif of that guy is about to be recreated right here. I like how he's assaulting the security guard. It's Wait, did you see him shake King's hand? Did you see that? Yeah. That was hilarious. He shook his hand. <laughs> I've never seen that before. This is the most relevant thing Prince Ikea has ever done in his career. Okay, I like how one guy does a crossbody. One guy, like, headbutts his thigh. And then the other two miss. They were headbutts. Sure, Ben. I like how he's actually bleeding here, and it's a head wound. It's very well, concerning. Well, yeah, because he got hit with a headbutt. Multiple. Four once. I bet this really fucked up all the promos they had made. And all the pre-recorded content. 
Now just imagine this is the screw drop and this is Vince McMahon coming out after it happened. That would be the most I can't even fathom. I, I, I mean then Vince would just go to jail because he was in breach of contract and Red admitted Hart it on live TV. We'll never fight in the WWE again. WF. The only the only reason Vince wasn't taken to court by Brett for breaching contract during the Montreal screw job yeah. was because Brett punched him the fuck out backstage. Oh, and, and like so the it was just suit. like a mutual fine. I won't sue you for breach of contract if you don't send me to jail for knocking you out. It's hilarious. He should get that ketchup off his forehead. It really does not look like blood. Now, Ben, have you ever been this emotionally damaged after watching a wrestling event? Because this is something special right here. They're literally um, crying. I was, I was there live when Goldberg lost the world title to Triple H. That was pretty bad. Did you? Uh, how long did you cry? No, I, dude, in 2000 when I was five, I was at... I was at one of the shows right after Goldberg turned heel because mm-hmm. he was heel for like three weeks. Yeah. Like I cried for so long, but I swear, and I swear this happened. You can't tell me it didn't happen. It did. Um, you were there. Yeah. Well, I, so Goldberg's beating up, I think Kevin Ash. Okay. And he would always do this thing where after his matches, when he was a good guy, He'd take his glove off and he'd give it to one of the kids in the crowd, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of giving his gloves to someone, he just threw them on the ground. And I was in the front row and I was crying because he was beating up Kevin Nash. And I was like, why are you evil now, Goldberg? But then after yeah. the show, Doug Dillinger gave me his glove. And he was like, Aww. Goldberg told me to give this to you. And I was like, oh my God, he's still good. I think you're the reason he turned face, Ben. I I always lie to myself and tell myself that he did legitimately um, hate being healed because yeah. he, he wanted to be a hero for the yeah for the kids yeah I feel like that's the same thing with John Cena he just wants to be a hero for all the kids I love the stories about John Cena not wanting to have kids and everyone's like oh why wouldn't he want to have kids Cancer. he's committed he's he's seen how many Make a Wish kids. Oh, hello, John. I'm going to die in three days. <laughs> like, would you really want to have a kid after dealing with that every day for 10 years? Nope. I just want to point out that this guy in the truck isn't credited in the uh, final credits here. He's an uncredited individual, but two of the cops are credited. He had so much room to stop. To stop. And, and how did his truck I, I even explode clean. like that? completely clean those are just gunpowder loaded toilet paper yeah this, well the side the side of the truck was made of paper he just had to patch it up and paint it over because he didn't want to get fired i really don't feel like they would leave him there yeah why wouldn't they give him a ride what did yeah. what dweebs they're 130 miles from home and covered in feces well, not anymore. Remember, the feces got wiped off between cuts. Oh, sure, of course. This is how I feel every time I watch wrestling. (laughs) 
the fact that the that at this age these gentlemen are so invested in kayfabe that they travel to his home believing that he really is the king it's just beautiful wrestling's not fake man it's still real to me damn it yep it's their fault Here's another way to look at it. Okay, okay. Could you imagine this movie if Jimmy King losing to DDP was a work? See, you know, that's that's how I like watching this movie now. Just that all <laughs> Just, of this is planned. No, 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 no. But, I mean, not that Jimmy King even, even tries to humor them, mm-hmm. right? Just imagine that that was just a regular show and that's just yeah. a story they did and all of a sudden these two psychotic super fans stalk jimmy <laughs> king to his house and the reason he's trying to get back is to think save he got screwed over how terrifying would that be i think you would have just called the cops it's legitimately terrifying the mental illness on display in this film i think is something to be marveled at this is a case study. Mm-hmm. What, what, what sort of mental illness would that even be? Can you imagine how bad these guys smell right now? Look how clean their clothing is. I like how there's just traveling patches of nuns. What a long drive that is. Yeah. Have you uh have you seen Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? I have not. Oh, well this scene reminds me of that movie. You'll see it one day and understand. I would have killed them all. God, I would you have to be invested. She so starts singing Slayer and just like Judas Priest songs. I think they wrote the joke for us. Yeah, well, all they might have. Of all the songs. I bet this movie's banned in Poland because of the scene. Is that so? Yeah, they love Jesus. I'd see them as a cover band. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, the Rockin' Nuns. WWF in 1997, the Headbangers came into the company as the Flying Nuns. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were, and they were evil male nuns who That's wrestled incredible. a half dozen times on Shotgun Saturday Night. That's literally beautiful. Yeah. This is what I fill my mind with. I was valedictorian in my high school, and and, and this is what I've done with my life. Wow. It's really funny. I don't know if you noticed in that that last scene, but they they show the same farm twice. That's great. Just just one's during the day and one's at night. By the way, man, do you realize that this movie... So, I'm not sure what the deal with it is, but I was reading some blogs from 99... And there were 
There were some rumors that the movie was originally going to be titled Slam instead of Ready to Rumble. I only That's saw incredible. one person say that, and I'm not sure if that was true. But the farting nut. Worth mentioning. Yeah. So what game do you think this is actually, or is this just a, just a crappy Flash animation? Oh no, that's a crappy Flash animation. It looks like they're using, not the characters themselves, but the backgrounds look like they're from WCW Mayhem, maybe. Okay. Which came out around the same time, but no, 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 it's not. No, that's just crappy. This is incredible. Yeah. It looks better than some of the... It does yeah, not. Pukins Don't pussies. even... Don't even. <laughs> I like how they just randomly happened on this guy. It's the wrestling community. They're all just invested. They've been hanging around that. Uh... Oh, this is beautiful. Damn. Oh, I actually have those action figures. Both of them? Well, the DDP one is actually real. The Jimmy King one was made for this. At least as far as I remember. I know they had an entire series just like it. That's beautiful. They would actually talk. Hacker's Planet. Their mouths would like move open and close and stuff. Good stuff. That was... I wish I had a printer that printed that fast today. Yeah, me too. That's magic. I like to imagine this is the first time he's heard that song in like six months and he's just so pumped. I'm pumped hearing him. Mm-hmm. So, in relation to when the movie came out, when did David Arquette win the title? Uh, It was... I want to say within about two or three weeks of the movie coming out, he started showing up on TV. Okay. I could be wrong about that, but that's the way I remember. They should have had him show up before. Damn right. That's probably very true about a lot of wrestlers. Woo! The wife of every PGW star. What? What's PGW? PWG. Oh. Uh, hey, they actually use a lot of California-based guys. I'm just saying. Do they always perform in California? Uh, the lower card guys do. So that's their NXT. I love that a whore. See, there's there's good bits in here. Yeah, there's occasionally like really decent writing. And then it just you know, then that happens. The prince. Oh, the beautiful prince. Let's see what this actor's name is. He doesn't even have a picture because his name is Tate Smith. (laughs) 
He's a very healthy man. Oh, 1-800-CALL-COLLECT. Do it. Call right now. Call right now. Ask them to connect you to Jimmy King. See what happens. <laughs> Perfect. I really want John Cena's parents to make a cameo in a movie he's in one day. Dude, I've met John Cena Sr. Yeah. He's he's such a like nice, cool guy. Is he a smark? Oh, he... Well... He's always in half kayfabe. It's kind of strange, but, but it's it's <laughs> funny. He died in a play crash. It, it's funny that uh, I think Cena says about him that he's the first ever retroactive first generation wrestler in a family because he's joined wrestling after Cena started. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, good old Fabo. This is like true belief in your family right there. I like how he found this. This guy has a lot of faith in his father's word. Is podcasting for pussies, Matt? Yeah. Oh, damn. If, if we weren't pussies, we'd be doing live comedy. I wouldn't call this comedy. There you go. I imagine if you were looking for John Cena or The Rock and you found him that way in 2000. Wait, if I found John Cena that way in 2000 or The Rock in 2000? That's a big difference. Let's say The Rock. If it was John Cena, I'd be like, who the hell is that guy? Oh, true. Think if about it was it The now. Rock, I'd be like, oh, well, yeah, it sort of makes sense, I guess. <laughs> so this is what The Rock was cooking. Well, actually, I'd probably go, oh, my God, I'm five. Where are my parents? And then and then you'd find your wrestling hero in a dress, drunk and hungover with glasses on. I like how that's his legal name, too. There are people whose last names are King. No, I mean... This is so incredible. There's so many wrestling king, the wrestling fans' dream right here. The horror and the fear. I'd be literally petrified at the moment. It reminds me of the guy who stalks the WWE Performance Center. There's a guy who keeps saying that he's going to get a job with WWE. Are you serious? Yeah, and he like stalks the Performance Center. And he camps out outside, and he's like crapped on their front door and stuff. I think he's finally, in, I think he's finally in jail now. I don't know his name. For what? Like harassment? I I mean, yeah, I think he was harassing a lot of the female talent. I'm not surprised. I mean, we saw that Angel Fire page. Yeah, I I I didn't put. I mean, it'll be in the description, but mm-hmm. I didn't put into words how weird that webpage was because there's a lot of weird things people say about females on I mean, the internet but that one was life. particularly strange just the amount of effort is really what brings it together it, no it's the minute detail 
of what she's wearing, what she's doing. He's invested in her everyday life. Keeping kayfabe alive. That league? What? I like the idea that Ric Flair is canon in this universe, but he he's never be. referred to. He's too he's too high profile to be involved in any of these uh, petty squabbles. Nothing regarding Hogan, though. Not a, not a blip. Was he in WCW at the time? Yes, he would leave WCW at Bash at the Beach 2000, okay. where Vince Russo went to do a worked shoot on Hogan to get the belt off him. But then in his shoot interview, he called Hogan old and bald, which Hogan <laughs> got legitimately upset about and sued the company for and won. For what? Defamation? I think so. It was something where they settled out of court, I think. That is amazing. Uh, yeah. WCW he, he, 2000. Hulk Hogan is the goddamn, like, uh, what's his name? Oh, wow. I feel dumb. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, wow. The Gene really? Simmons of wrestling. There we go. N- no, Hogan's a much better politician than Gene Simmons. Gene you Simmons under- trademarked the term OJ in reference he- to, or you can't call orange orange shoes oj in a movie without having to pay gene simmons money you don't understand the lengths that hogan went to politically Clearly a- at not. this time he would go nine months working and then for the lowest three months of the year he just disappear just off tv and he, well because those were the lowest ratings months of the year and then yeah, he'd show yeah. back up after football was over and they'd be like wow look brother Ratings really improve when I'm back on TV, huh, dude? Was he like, would he do that even if he was champ? Yeah, I mean, he would spend months off TV. Not necessarily three months. It could be more, could be less, but... He'd be like, I want to take a month off, peace. Yeah, he has creative control in his contract. That's the biggest mistake I've ever heard. And he had a, it's called like a United Nations deal. Or something, him, Hall, and Nash had it, and I think maybe Sting, where they wouldn't get paid less than the top paid guy, and if someone else started making more money, they get paid more too. Are you shitting me? Yep. No wonder they lost an incredible amount of money. You realize they're sitting on the uh, WCW blanket that you got me? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that makes that gift even better. You still have to, like, Ben, there's going to be a night in your future where you bring someone home, and before they come over, you're going to switch blankets. And you're going to switch to that blanket. And if they stay, you marry them. Hashtag peekaboo. Hashtag peekaboo. Our... <gasps> I, no, no, can this can is... you possibly imagine WWE saying this in a movie no they wouldn't break kayfabe this whole movie would be in kayfabe i think imagine if john cena said that to a little kid at a -A (laughs) make-a-wish i i mean it's really incredible Mm mm-hmm 
fans need you. You know, this is what everyone was saying to CM Punk while he was pre preparing for the UFC. Just without the liquor. Yeah. It was just him drinking soda. I know someone who uh, lives in Louisville, where yeah. OVW is located, and where Punk was before mm -hmm. going to the main roster. He swears that he saw Punk getting a drink at a bar once. How does he know it wasn't for someone else? Because he saw Punk drinking it. That's what he says. I just saying what I've heard. Now they're physically assaulting an old man. Yeah, this is illegal. Oh, now, now really think about the mental illness of Jimmy oh, King to like yeah. to like disassociate so much that he goes back into character. <laughs> right. This is incredible. They're like, I they're like, like how he had to get up on his chair to attack them. Well, you have to. The, the, the crown has to be a top rope maneuver. And they're both knocked out instantly. To be fair, it was an overnight deal. True. Oh, Matt, do the honors. You didn't do it. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Set that out. Nope. It's in there. Oh, better. Once again, another great I song. I love this soundtrack. Yeah. It's the most late by, '90s thing ever. My my worst name by Lit. See, these guys are really like futuristic in their band name. They were on the pulse of a modern generation before the generation was even around. That's how lit they are. I know that I'm getting old when these are the songs they start playing in bars. Oh, jeez. Nothing was better than being in Cheesies and they played uh, Miley Cyrus is Born in the USA on 4th of July and that entire bar knew every lyric. WCW Nitro sold out. Now not at Madison happened. Square Garden, but at the New York Arena. They couldn't afford Madison Square Garden. Even just to rent it. WWE can't afford Madison Square Garden now. <laughs> can they really not well they don't do tv there because it costs so much money wwe oh. actually does have an exclusivity deal with msg though oh really yeah if anyone wants to do a show there legally wwe has to do uh, like have it has a first right of refusal so they'll need so they would need to do a show there instead really yeah in a certain time frame so they, they can just be uh, like they just blocked Ring of Honor from doing a show uh WrestleMania week next year. Wow. That's messed up. See, this is why that one fan should probably got arrested. This scene brought to you by R slash watch it for the plot. I don't know what we really can say over this that isn't terrible. To the point. I wonder I wonder how much like inappropriate ogling happens in the actual like WWE locker rooms. 
Uh, Sable sued WWF when she left the company in 1999 and alleged that wrestlers would bore holes in the doors at uh, in the women's dressing rooms and they'd peek through to stare at them getting undressed. It's fucked up. Time to take a couple of drinks coming up here. Vince McMahon has cut that almost exact same promo. Really? <laughs> I could see him making this promo about uh, Austin. Good job, Stu. I like how the angle he's filming at is different than the angle they're showing on the big screen. Well, <laughs> he's filming from like a super low angle in the actual shot, but now he's like. <laughs> Physical assault. 911. Oh, the old WCW logo makes a small cameo there in the background. Oh, perfect. If you've never had the shit kicked out of you at the toilet seat, you've never lived. Where's the five second delay, guys? Come on. This reminds me of the uh, laundry room at our old dorm room, Ben. By the way, Matt, can you take some time to look at that WCW Nitro stage? And, and, and when you look at it, look at that. Does that look like the WCW logo to you? No. Yeah, that is a W, C, and W. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they had assault. some real problems in 1999. Clearly. Bam Bam was the best. Do you realize Bam Bam Bigelow saved like a bunch of children from a burning building? What? Yeah, and I think... You see the W on the left? The C at yeah. the top? Um, but oh, yeah, Scott. and I think it was 2003, he saved two or th- he saw that there was a burning building and there were children inside. Mm. There were two or three of them and he got them all out safe. He suffered second, third degree burns, but wow. he got them all out safe. That's incredible. Yeah. Did you know apparently, um, oh, Scott, Billy Can- Silverman. Oh. Scott Can did all his own, uh, stunts for this these scenes here yeah and david arquette the world champion did not nope that's clearly not going to be worked i love how they never even refer to the fact that it's not just a regular steel cage so it's a surprise for the vet that sounds like a WCW thing to do, to be fair. Yeah, right. Hulk Hogan took a week off, so we have an extra mill to throw around. Disco Inferno making sure he's as close to the action as possible to get that payday. He just really wanted to get in SAG so he could get free movies.
Imagine the prospect of like getting like booked in a Hell in a Cell match, but having it you like knowing it's actually going to be a, a shoot. Yeah, right. I would be legitimately terrified, especially if I have to go against DDP. Yeah, he'd but to be fair, the shit out of you. Allegedly, Scott Steiner beat the shit out of DDP. I'd believe it. I'd believe it. That said, though, it's you know, Scott Steiner. Yeah, that that's cheating. Ah, that wasn't nice. You know, there are actual people in real life who actually act like this. And it's pretty disturbing. So, Ben, who is your WCW crush? Stacy Keebler. Nice. Although nice. back then she was known as Miss Hancock. That's even better. That's a much better mm-hmm. name. For me, it was always uh, Lita. Thank God uh, Rose McGowan ends up having being a real career. evil and like everything she's doing here is a lie because her acting is pretty abysmal. She loathes this movie and everything she had to do with it. <laughs> yeah. She's like so upset with his having to be involved he would totally Parker be at that is party looking dope as fuck though yeah. I like the idea that the Nitro girls just randomly decide to dress up like schoolgirls whenever there's a party and dance in uni- unison I mean of course <laughs> so, so how accurate do you think this conversation is Mean Gene was known as being a severe alcoholic Oh really? He yeah, he's had lots of liver problems recently and one of his arms because of it has atrophied a bit, so it's actually slightly smaller than the other. That's incredible. Yep, no sacred cows. What? No sacred cows. That means that there's something terrible about everyone in this industry. Oh, well. It's true. That must have been, like, the lightest pothole ever. Yeah, just, like, just a fraction of a pothole. Alright. Pep talk. I think he would have actually died from falling down there. Oh, no, he it. would have. Or his legs would have been broken or something. He was severely injured. Yeah, it's a real plot hole because this movie's so realistic. Oh, that plot hole. It's a real sewer of an idea. Imagine if this was actually a whole murder plot. And the movie like ended as a snuff film and they kill him. I don't want anything to happen to to Oliver Platt. He's a good actor. He is. Like, he's actually done some, like, really good work. I can't think of any of it besides Bicentennial Man. 
and Lake Placid. Okay. We're, we're, we're going to move on from you thinking that movie's good. I love that movie. Have you seen Lake Placid 2, 3, 4, or 5? You know, I can't say I have, but I've seen all the Cube movies. Foreshadowing. Wow. I want someone to sing a theme song for me like that. I like how they wrote that. See, this is what he would have done from the beginning. Just sprinted in the opposite direction. Have you the ever seen Wilhelm Scream equivalent. Take two drinks. Have you ever seen um, Balls of Glory? I've seen bits, not all of it. The trainer they meet and the trainer in Dodgeball are all very, very similar here. It's a pretty good trope. The only difference is here it's based off of Stu Hart, who did this for real. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, this is all based off of Stu Hart. Tell me more. Um, Well, no, he had the Hart family dungeon at the Hart house. And he was this old man, and he'd literally just stretch people and teach them the most painful ways to put people in submissions. So they'd sell for real? No, he would just literally put them in intensely painful submissions and just hold them there yeah it was pretty much just torture but i mean he trained brett and owen hart so you know yeah he had to do something right oh bazinga diddly shit He's the internet wrestling community right now. I was about to say, like, TV time. Okay. If you watch the uh, documentary Wrestling with Shadows. Yeah. They actually show some people getting stretched by Stu Hart. And it's just like this. You actually, They actually film someone being stretched by him. And he just screams so loudly. It's pretty disturbing in a way. And he's, you can tell he's not selling. Uh, yeah. I like how this is just like an actual wrestler fighting a professional wrestler. So... If he can so easily defeat the world champion, and presumably, based on later in the movie, everyone else, why why isn't he just world champ? Who's Sal? Yeah. I don't know. Booking. Ageism. (laughs) You know, I've had that exact conversation before. I, I think if anyone can corroborate the fact that that's probably true, it's Ben. It's good to know. See, Matt, I learn something new every time. Yeah, me too. Every time I watch this movie, I learn something new. 3G. Do you know what 3G means? Why they chose uh, Hotel Room 3G? Uh, I, I really don't think there's an actual reason, but surprise me. Mm. No, there's not. No. Yeah. 
Well, there's going to be like a joke where you would get really invested and be like, oh, really? What is it? (sighs) He ruined it. I think it ruined itself before it started. I really appreciate that her shirt is the same shade of yellow as the bananas. She knew he was coming. Foreshadowing. Yeah. See, this is how I wow. act on dates. Well, see, you know, like, look there. There was an acknowledgement of Ric Flair. Yeah, you have a point there. So he's definitely in kayfabe in this world. <laughs> Just no one cares about him. Mm-hmm. Just like 2000 WCW. Oh, real life. Imitate. Oh, although, although, to be fair, Ric Flair did win the world title like three times in 2000. Jeez. He, jeez, oh, I forget what happened. No, I think it was only twice. What happened was Jeff Jarrett won the world title. Then he lost. Yes, that's it. He wins the world title from Diamond Dallas Page mm-hmm. at, I believe, the Triple Cage match at Slamboree in 2000. Wow. Then he loses it a few weeks later to Ric Flair, who then loses it, I think, a day later to Jeff Jarrett. And then less than a week later, Jeff Jarrett loses it to Kevin Nash, who then hands the title to Ric Flair, which counts as Ric Flair's final world title reign. And then later that night, Ric Flair lost the world title back to Jeff Jarrett. They just really needed to get him to that illustrious 16. Well, to be fair, the 16 is really a low ball. There's almost no one who, if you look at the numbers, really thinks it's 16. Oh, really? It's a minimum of 18, and if you really nitpick, it could go up to 23. Wow. Do you think the same could be said for John Cena? No, no. John Cena's reigns are cut and dry. But the Flair reigns, it depends what you consider a world title, and also the fact that there were a bunch of phantom title changes that the National Wrestling Alliance didn't... Um didn't list is actually happening okay there, there were some days where he would just be afraid of a riot happening so he let the other guy win the title because there was like a legitimate like chance well it would be like in puerto rico oh. there was a really famous guy and they were afraid that there would be a riot so flair just let him want let him win and then he sort of futzed with it and came back with the title and the NWA was just like, eh, that didn't happen. Who cares about internet? Wow. Why? Where did the 16 come from? Then just an arbitrary number they picked. It's, I, I mean, it's logical, but it's, it's a low ball. Okay. Well, Cena got lucky. And speaking of John Cena, I know I've been priming the crowd. Man, Goldberg ain't even breaking a sweat. This is how I imagine you would talk to Bill Goldberg if you ran into him at the gym. Former Universal Champion Bill Goldberg. Ooh. There's John Cena there on the left with that bright-ass yellow prototype hair. 
Is Cena even actually doing the exercises? It doesn't look like it. It looks like he like just kind of like touching the machine. He's already done. His hair was too. Was he, too look, he just left. He's never going to get anywhere with that sort of work ethic. I agree. He's he's really just screwing his own career right here. Yep. It's like, I just don't think he'll ever really go for the brass ring. This is the closest Goldberg and John Cena have ever been to wrestling each other. Could you imagine that match? Yeah, it'd be Goldberg kicking Cena's ass. I know. I think it'd be I think it'd be Cena kicking Goldberg's ass. Shut up. Yeah, damn right you do, Goldberg. I love you. I believe that in and out of kayfabe. This is how I, I was imagine there for, your future home, Ben. I was there for Goldberg's last match in WCW. I cried yeah. after that one. I'm not surprised. No. Yeah. It's probably footage of you crying. I was there for his last match in WWE. I did not cry for that one. Oh, were you just disappointed? Yes. Like the rest of us. Because it's Goldberg. I didn't know Sid Vicious's last name was Sid Undy. Udy. E-U-D-Y, Sid Udy. That's incredible. Sid's best known for getting massive pushes wherever he goes and still managing to no-show about half of his bookings, which he still does to this day. It's an incredible work ethic. Just to bring back the work ethic thing. The sneaky old man. He's like Kevin McAllister when he grows up. That is fantastic. Perry Saturn saved a woman from getting raped once. And he's a snitch. No, no, he like he like physically got involved. And then he was paid back by the guys shooting him multiple times, which sent him into spiraling medical issues, and now he is homeless. Wait, what? Yeah, Saturn is homeless and has severe drug problems. Go he help. was on talk. He was on talk as Jericho in 2017, and it was really depressing to hear his story. He's was he's he really like fallen off a cliff. Like, how lucid was he? And like in that moment like during that podcast i mean he sounded lucid but every now and then he'd say something which was just strange and sad you know he said he's living with another homeless woman and he has this dog that he cares for and and it's just looking at it from a distance it sounds so depressing yeah i think it's depressing for whatever distance you're looking at it from Every man's dream, every man's nightmare. Got to get that product placement in there. Damn right. That's where they got the budget for the movie. Yep. There's some more. The inquis the the inquisitor made an appearance.
It's beautiful, old man. Beautiful. Martin Landau's dead, isn't he? I I have to imagine. He he really is the same character from Dodgeball. Ooh, Martin Lando died just last year. Oh. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, best known for uh this movie, I know. No, uh he had early film appearances including a supporting role in North by Northwest. Wow. Played regular roles in the TV series Mission Impossible in Space 1999 and is best known for the 2000 film Ready to Rumble. I agree. I think this is per his true embodiment. It's like Ernest, and Ernest goes to prison. Damn, he lived to be 89. Eh, that's pretty good. He's blinded by the light. Damn right. I don't know. Oh God, he didn't, did he? That. F oh no. I hope he goes and gets it. He should snapmare her again. New girls allowed. Oh. Sick burn. Sick burn. Her eyes just say, why did I agree to this? Yeah. When can I get a new agent? Just, I want to leave. Oh boy, baby. So they travel back cross country. Yep. And they pass the same... Um, storage facility they passed earlier. He's goes. It's just like it's like Warriors arc. They just have to redeem this character so quickly. I finally realized who Jimmy King really reminds me of. Ric Flair. <laughs> this is the height of the humor in this film right here. Anything regarding testicles. Or when they call it diddly. Great line. That's some WCW humor right there. 
Yeah. That, that's playing to your fan base. Yep. This whole movie is their fan base. Well, hey, you know, in the late 90s, they had two NASCARs. They had a WCW car and an NWO car. That's actually pretty incredible. They even had a storyline where it was like the WCW car is going to face the NWO car here at the Indy 500 or whatever. (laughs) And they'd have the NWO car come out during the NWO segments and be like, well, brother, you're going to win it for the NWO, right, dude? I hope they're they had talked w- like it. They had way too much money on their hands. Cl- clearly they had too much and then they spent it all. You realize that the uh, Hulk Hogan monster truck is still in use today, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it's been repainted, but it's oh. actually still in use. Is it still considered the Hulk Hogan monster truck? No, here, let me see if I can find what it's called now. I believe in you. That looks like a model in Star Wars. Another great song. Another great song. Yeah, they made it. True beauty. I mean, that is kind of what Wyoming is. There's a lot of space. I like to imagine the movie where he hits him in the knees and just breaks both of them. Yeah. Just so like here on WCWWorldwide.com, the Dungeon of Doom uh, monster truck frame was sold to Straight Up Racing originally brought it back as the bone crusher ride truck oh you could ride around in it well it's a monster truck so yes it eventually was renamed skeletor wow i just like i just like going to point out here you said this job doesn't involve grabbing other men previously grabbed some testicles mm. The Hulkster truck was renamed the American Badass Monster Truck. Hmm. That's yep. so interesting. Oh, no. And then it was renamed the American Muscle Monster Truck. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, no. And then it was renamed again to be the t- Canadian Tough Guy Monster Truck. So, so really it has turned its back on America. And being a dreamer. Brother. brother 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 so much sting stuff in the background look at that foreshadowing he's in there so much he's actually getting a credit in the uh in the scene for being here same with goldberg they're gonna rule ass could you imagine how much how many more wrestling terms a modern wrestling fan would be in this scene I really, you know, I really want them to remake this movie, but set in 2018. Oh yeah, I would pay so much money for that. I would legitimately I, see that in theaters. Man, we can go in halvesies. I'm sure we can find someone else who'd be willing. I mean, they did Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies. They yeah, could do Ray to Rumble too. 
I bet if we write the script, we could get David Arquette to do it. Get Max Landis to write it. <laughs> oh, he would too. He would. Oh, I don't know how watchable he'd it make would it be. some weird found footage film. I where mean, the wrestlers turn into mutants or aliens or something, and then they all learn to. <laughs> Turns live out they all actually Krypton have superpowers. Something. Yeah. The end of the movie is them revealing like the WWE is like actually like part of like a secret international organization to, like keeping. That's what I was safe. about to say. Yeah. Stephen, we're writing this movie ourselves. Let's go. All right. Scene one. Interior day. Jimmy King. Typing at a computer, slaving away. Wait, he's dead. Shit. Wait, is Oliver Platt? Damn, dead? that was a hell of a hip toss. I like how these guys are shitting on wrestler earlier. Yeah, if they were going to get more people, they probably should not have gone here. They they should have just gone to PWG. Yeah. Wow. At least these guys know I how to take a bump. I can't believe I haven't actually seen this. What, Siamese twins? Yeah. I, I've seen real life Siamese twins. No, no, no. I meant like in like an indie show. Oh, wow. Especially if they weren't real Siamese twins. Oh, I can't remember the guy from Deadpool 2, but it's that guy. This is the best of two Oklahomas that have been in WCW. The other one was the Jim Ross impersonator, Ed Ferrara. I like Fireman Fred. Yeah, he believes in his gimmick. Oh. Lots of depth for the female characters, Matt. Wow. Just really, really recognizing the power of the modern woman. <laughs> this is this is his Rocky moment. That dog's moving faster than him. I don't know. Maybe that dog should be in the title match. Yeah, imagine... See, they need to do an Air Bud re- pro wrestling movie. Do they still make Air Bud movies? I'm sure. I'm sure they've made a, at least one or two. I remember Air Bud was like, like as like the actual dog was in like ten movies, and his kids have been in like everything. It's the same family. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's like one like breaded like bred outline of dogs there have been 11 Airbud movies wow and the latest one was treasure buddies in 2012 that's incredible treasure buddies oh yeah there were all i think there were only five movies with the original Airbud. because okay, those were all Airbud. the last one was Airbud spikes back is that the volleyball one yes then was Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, and then Treasure Buddies. Perfect. 
This is really creepy. Like, think about the implications of that, like, the scenes and the lines there. Hey, we needed a token ring rat in the movie. I guess, I guess so. That, that is literally what it is. Yeah. It's just really sad. How old is Gordy supposed to be in this scene? Like mid twenties. Imagine this whole da movie. Da David Arquette. Like David Arquette here was only twenty-seven when the movie huh? was filmed. He was a good twenty-seven. Or I'm sorry, twenty-eight. Oh well, for twenty-eight, he looks terrible. I like how like pissed off the dad is when he hugs him. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what it's he's like. Why did he, Why did he even bring him here then? Yeah. Exactly. I also like how he's not in the passenger seat. Yeah, of course not. He's a scoundrel. Well, I am sure that's the last we'll see him in the movie. Yep. That was all they could afford of David Arquette. I also like the idea that Jimmy King just walked right past uh, Sean having sex. He was just like, yeah. oh, that's normal. I mean, I, I would... I, well, I mean, yeah, for same. Jimmy King, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know why they need to take her with her. Steven, this what? is why you need to use that towel more. That blanket more, I mean. Hey, is she... Well, she needs to go to work. I guess. I totally... Yeah, I, I approve of the driving away. I, she doesn't have any of her things. Like, didn't she have, like, a wallet? Maybe a purse? Some keys? Oh, yeah. They left all that on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> she just... Wow. I guess he screwed her two ways. Oh, Zynga, hey. then. Royal Why, why couldn't they have just done Bash at the Beach or something? Because they didn't want to discredit Bash at the Beach. Fair enough. So where where did they film this? Do you know that? Yeah, yeah, it's in part one. I think it was at the Olympic Theater in uh, here in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, the Olympic Auditorium. That's it. 1801 South Grand Avenue, downtown Los Angeles. This was around the time uh, when Sting came out to Metallica Seek and Destroy. Nice. I know you're not a fan of Metallica, but that theme song fits him so well. You have no idea. Of all the, of all the wrestlers that I think could fit Metallica, it's Sting. Especially in his recent run in the WWE, if that's an indication of anything. The theme song they gave him was so trash. They, they've trashed up a lot of people's theme songs. That's Just this random-ass lighting. Yeah the, the, yeah, the bright green lighting in the background. confidence pure confidence <laughs> oh that's probably happened so many times in wrestling no it it does yeah. at wrestlemania they have family members at uh in on one side of the front row yeah 
and they literally just cycle them in and out for each of their person's match. Wow. Just so they're like, if there is a family member there, they're always in front row. Say one more time. So that like, so that they make sure like the family member have like front row for their kids' match. Yeah. I mean that's kind of cool actually. It is not the cage of death. Jeez. So Ben, so we we talked about in together about how sometimes the cage can be a little close to the audience. Look how much clearance they have here around the ring. Well, I sat front row for both triple cage matches, including at Slambury two thousand and uh, Nitro War Games two thousand. Uh huh. It was extremely close to the ring. They had and like a lot of space that it showed in that little wide shot. Yeah, and it also looked flimsy as heck. Uh, as hell, Ben. Come on. Oh wait, wait, wait. So remember, we we got Ray to rumble. Mm-hmm. We paid for that, but not let's get Ray to rumble. Just remember. I wonder how much they actually had to pay him to be in the movie. We went over that. Five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand. Okay. You got to remember which me of these you can see in part one. Oh, like Taker. Like Taker. How do you... I like how no one even tried to help on the crew. No one's even explaining who those jobbers in the background are. I like to imagine if you were watching this in kayfabe... Who, who booked this shit, really? I mean, Jimmy King hasn't even been on Nitro in weeks. Vince Russo? Like, think about it. I think it makes sense. I really wish they had done this movie with like an actual WCW wrestler as Jimmy King and made it all part of kayfabe. Oh, here we go. Do they have to pay for this part? Cause does he have anything to go for this part? God, that asshole. The ready to rumble part, he gets paid for. But and if he said, much. "Let's get ready to rumble," he gets paid more for that. Because that's more imp- impactful. Yeah, because this is all a shoot. This is the this is the true brawl for all, Ben. Oh. You can't spit. I like how they're addressing the rules in a triple cage match. You know, this whole match is only about seven minutes. I, I want a refund. For God, for this main event in real life would take like an hour. And 45 minutes of that would be in this first section. Perfect. I said that. See, like that, that, times. that is a line that is irreplaceable. That, yeah, that that is like a beautiful piece of writing. 
Yes, ultimate heel, Juventud Guerrera. He was arrested in Australia while he was under WCW contract really? for getting super high off some sort of uh, hallucinogenic drug and running through the hotel naked. They had to get a fire hose and hose him down. How did hosing him down help? God, the amount of concussive brain damage he'd be doing here. You even I don't has WWE ever done unprotected ladder shots? No, but they do the helicopter shot. Sure. <laughs> Shivani's like I so don't care. He doesn't even want to be there. They're not paying him enough. But damn, does he look skinny? Yeah, a proper clothesline. How does he know that? Yeah, like, how did he learn? I Well, I guess the Sinclair's yelling at him from Gorilla. Look at all these people who didn't want to keep their jobs. Yeah. A lot of people say Jimmy King's character was actually based off of Jerry Lawler, but Shivani says otherwise. I remember. He had, a, he had lengthy opinions about it. <gasps> it's Undertaker. American badass. Oh, look at that CG. You know, I'm surprised Taker never did that. That dude just got hit with a motorcycle. His shin. Yeah, he's dead. Sh- no, yeah. he's dead. So is he. If you oh, I spear, love you, Goldberg. You Despite how much I like to talk shit about Goldberg, Ben, whenever I watch him wrestle, it's impressive. Is he just... It's a championship title, not a belt. It's just a belt to him. Harpoon his ass. We need need to put that on a sign at a WWE event. That's the move he won the world title with, by the way. Did it look that shitty? Yes. Even worse. Wow, he actually kicked down the ladder. How smart. I like the mood lights they have around the cage. Yeah, I like the dude in the in the uh, in the sting mask. I wish he was just standing there, not reacting. I love this. Just the <laughs> true humor, true humor. That is comedy. I want to read this. I want to read that scene in the script. See, see she's dead. Her eyes aren't moving. She is just dead. That's how Rose McGowan truly died. On the inside. She died on the inside when she met uh, Harvey Weinstein. See, that's I, I, I really like the idea of like a really low cage match. Like you couldn't what, really... have to crawl around? No, where it's like that high. They had um 
when Tank Abbott worked for WCW, they did this weird gimmick where he would wrestle in a circular cage that was smaller than the ring. I like and that. And that was terrible. Oh. Well, because imagine if it was the same size as the ring, but the ceiling was just, like, lower. So you could do moves where you, like, you know, kick stuff from the ceiling and stuff like he was just doing. By God, he's been broken in half. They threw Canyon off the uh, second story of that. Hmm? Cage. They threw Canyon off that. Oh. Yeah. He, he would actually oh. die. All right, Sting. Yay, Sting. The greatest face of all time. You love Jimmy King. I, I love Jimmy King. We're men. And we're not afraid to say that we love other men. I love, I love you. you. That was the most like sexually tense punch I've ever seen in film. The sexual tension is strong. The dialogue. I want to know who wrote that. Like, just he's like a wrestling fan would say this. I mean, to be fair, I would say that. Yeah, you make a good point. Oh, so that's how you met the Miz. That's what really happened that day. Get him. Such a dramatic moment for the fans. Who can't see anything going on. Can't hear a word they're saying. They're selling for nobody but themselves. It'd be so hard to film that, too. Especially for WWE to film with the way they like filming stuff. That's right, Goldberg. Do as little as possible. This music is just glorious, too. And we're about to witness a murder. Yeah, right. And, and Diamond Dallas Page now has back problems for the rest of his life. Look, like he's coming he, he down lo- neck first. Like, he just fell directly on his head if that trajectory stayed the same. he His skull would literally be, like, splattered across the floor. Oh, yeah, and if this was really WCW, David Arquette would hit him in the head with a guitar and then win the belt himself. He'd fly up there. I like how he's just walking over the middle where he just threw a guy through. Yeah. They actually used the wrong version of the WCW title in this movie, by the way. That's incredible. Yeah. God, you get vertigo up there. They just get a stunt double for these faraway shots. Yeah. Oh, look at that ICP shirt in the front row. Real representative of the WCW crowd. ICP wrestled in WCW in 2000. 
Have you ever seen their their indie promotion? Oh yeah, JCW. Yeah. yeah. They ever do any good matches? No. Okay. But I like how they're still all wrestling in the ring, even though the match is over. I just realized that. What the hell? They were all they all had stopped fighting. Hey, it's all about that work rate. Got to get those stars up. I guess. Oh, and they just murdered the promoter. <laughs> I guess that's how David Arquette got the job. Charmel is just I fucking mean Jean right now. <laughs> She's so pumped. I like how all of the jobbers he came out with didn't help. Yeah, they just disappeared. There's the big hero, Disco Inferno. Booker T looks so confused. Let's extend him a WCW contract to this random child. Oh, he just used his shoot name, brother. You now have wrestling names. What hours does she work? All of them. Then how did they get pay-per-view? That's the yeah, what question. sort of place would pay for pay-per-view? Yeah. And have an actual working television. So many questions. So little answers. Do you realize they were actually in talks for a sequel before the movie did terrible? Yeah. God, it would have <laughs> been so good. I don't even know what they would have done. I see we filmed this on the same day as the first scene, so they're mm-hmm. still wearing the same clothes. But this time, Goldberg's actually there. Assaulting somebody and ruining his career. Those little kids would be fucking terrified. That guy seems like Goldberg's bitch. Ah. You had a really good analysis there, Benjamin. I like this idea that the Nitro girls all travel together. All the time. They they just don't have a life. They just have sex with whatever wrestlers need them. They'll travel to Wyoming? Sure, why not? I wonder how many times that's actually happened. Probably zero. No, no, no. I think it's happened a lot more than you'd think, Ben. People make trucker uh, hot tubs all the time. What a movie. I just... I'm stunned silent. (laughs) If I would have been him, I would have improvised and just kissed his finger. (laughs) Yeah, he actually did Uh. punch him. Um... You, you know, after after spending in what was effectively an entire podcast defending this movie, 
you forget about a Defending. few of the of the bits from this, but overall, I feel like our point still stands. Yeah, I think I think yeah. our overall analysis of the movie is still pretty accurate. I think I think when you when you watch it with someone who's like in the right mindset, the right kind of wrestling fan to enjoy this movie, it is really enjoyable. <laughs> I think that was creepier than the actual lines in the movie. And that's just I love Yes, did you hear her? Did you hear her? She just begrudgingly laughs. I want to meet the guy who did the uh ADR for all the nut shots. Look at to that be sm- fair, it's the exact same sound effect. It sounds like he's just squishing tomatoes. What Even the outro credit movie. music is great. A cover, we're not going to take it. Do you have any final thoughts, Matt, on the 2000 masterpiece Ready to Rumble? I'm, I'm just happy it exists. It's, it's WCW's um, Beyond the Ring. Beyond the mat, you mean? Yeah, beyond the mat, yeah. The, it's such a bizarre movie. And, and it's so bizarre that you have to take a step back sometimes and think about what this movie actually represents when to... it came out. Just the amount of things that it does that are so at odds with pro wrestling. Yeah, just... And the things that it manages to do that you would never expect pro wrestling to get involved with just create this weird, bizarre mix of can't-look-away train wreck amazingness. And in a very particular way where it's it still almost preserves wrestling while also shitting on it more than like a wrestlers versus zombies would. You know, it has it has this, it has one of those few movies that really just like shows wrestlers as still being wrestlers, and then in a way, not really ever breaking kayfabe, like in a weird in a weird way. Yeah, there's well here there's the double kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is bizarre and makes no sense, but there you go. The only note I have left on this movie that yeah. I haven't said is that Tony Schiavone said that Dave Meltzer is quote a fuck who doesn't know fuck all about fuck that had nothing to do with the movie but i wrote it down so i I just felt like spreading the word yeah wow well that was how did gorgeous george get billing over sid vicious yeah fuck you sid vicious oh my god bill silverman the order on this is so weird i love how billy silverman has his kayfabe name yeah here, here's the real, the soundtrack album. There we go. Oh, there we go. Yeah. A movie which will never again be duplicated in this manner and truly a time capsule of its era. That's the, that's the truest thing about this movie. This has been Ready to Rumble. Oof. This has been Ben and Matt's Festival of Findings. And we will see you next time.
came to win. Battle me, that's a sin. I won't ever slack up. Punk, you better back up. Try and play the role and you're the whole crew will act up. Get up, stand up. Come on, throw your hands up if you got the feeling. Jump up, touch the ceiling. Monks, let's a punk fluff. Someone's fucking jump. Yo, I'll bust them in the eye. And then I'll take the punks out. Feeling funky. Amps in the trunk and I got more rhymes than this cops that are donkey. Donut shop. Sure enough, I got props from the kids on the hill. with my mom and my pops. I came to get down. I came to get down. So get out your seat and jump around.